Hello, and welcome back to March Madness 2023. I'm your host, Aaliyah Bloom. And I'm your host, Aaron Wakefield. And this, this is, is Two Weeks from Tuesday. You should listen to what you want. Yeah, you deserve. Listen to what makes you happy. If you want to listen to psych rock, you should do that. A little bit of folk? Go for it. If you want to play heavy metal at the kickback, Maddie, go ahead. Music? It's expression. It's everything. Honestly... You're right. All right. Hey, guys. What's up? Did you guys know we're a sports podcast? I know. Did you know? We're trying to buy out Barstool. Don't tell anyone, though. We really are. Barstool is now two weeks from Tuesday. Two weeks? (laughs) Two weeks from Barstool. Two weeks from Barstool. Guys, just wait for us. I just wait. We're we're on the up, so guys, <laughs> we are having a. Well, I'm gonna let Aaliyah announce this. Guys, Annou- actually, should we announce it? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> announce it then. Oh no! I oh I said you can announce it. Oh, I thought you said should we announce it? I I was asking if we should announce it. Oh I yeah, was like go for it. <sighs> I, <sighs> okay, airy season just hit. It is a big deal for the ladies. It's a big difference just in our psyche, in our world. We went through a lot of minor inconveniences. Hardships emotionally for me, physically for Aaron, I'd say. So it's been a conglomerate, a lot of issues. Yeah, we've been, it's just been a kludge, if you will. Do you guys want (laughs) to know what that means? Kludge basically means Mod Podge. It's like a, it was my word of the day yesterday. No, two days ago. Aaron oh, had a weird oh, wait. word yesterday. Oh, what, was your, what was your word today? Mine is kith, oh, which is like mine kin is and kith, like friends and family, or friends and stuff. Friends and stuff. Mine is Gnosticism, which we couldn't, neither of us could understand. Don't I think collectively we're pretty smart, but I don't, maybe we're dumb because we couldn't figure out, like we could figure out the definition, but we couldn't understand it, so. What was my word? It wasn't kith, though, yesterday. Yesterday? I don't remember either of our words yesterday. Like, because I really thought yesterday was kludge. I was remembering it. Can you keep talking? I want to remember. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I just want you to, like, (laughs) chat with our people for a moment. Have a one-on-one. Anyway, guys, you're probably wondering why um, we introduced this episode as March Madness. And it's because it's March. And we're like really upset. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, it's March, and we are, we're doing like a, a like a bracket with some some artists. I don't know. We're doing uh, pretty much we're doing an to artist see bracket. Who some of the best artists are fighting till the fighting to the death. And it's gonna be yeah. We're even filling out a bracket like as we speak, just so we can tell you guys who wins because we'll have different answers because. I, I already know we're gonna have to answer. Well, there's one real winner. There's who isn't even on this list. We'll 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 announce it. And if you can guess who this winner is right now and text us and be like, hey, like I know the winner. With and be honest, we want the honest code. Like, don't listen to the whole thing. If you can guess this right, like I don't know. I'll, personally, I'll have a lot of respect for you. Okay. Anyway. All right. March Madness, 2023, two weeks from Tuesday. <laughs> Sponsored by two weeks from Tuesday. Two okay. weeks from Barstool. Two weeks from Barstool. Okay, uh, let's let's start. Let's just get into her. Let's get funky and fresh. Okay, and that's first. <sighs> Can we start from the right side? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Okay. I, I went from right to left as if we were going in Hebrew. I don't know or, why. or Japanese. Or Japanese. Oh, would you rather learn Japanese or Hebrew? Probably Japanese. I'm sorry no to our Jewish population. <sighs> no one wants to learn Hebrew, but that's. 
That's okay. That's okay. All right. First one, Phoebe versus Lord. Phoebe Bridgers versus Lord. I'm already stuck, but Lord. Lord has healed me, been there for like all my studying moments, has been there for the happiness, the sadness, has introduced me to a lot of the alt music, like was introductory and has a very, very warm place in my heart. Erin? For me personally, I'm going to have to go with Phoebe Bridgers. I have two Phoebe Bridgers tattoos. Lord, Lord, melodrama, love it, liability, really speaks to me just like generally as a person (laughs) I think it just resonates with my soul but Phoebe really just she's really something else she's literally tattooed on my body so it's gonna have to be Phoebe for me do you feel like Phoebe has too big of a cult not like too big of a cult like what do you think of that because she has a lot of I think she's starting to get fans that are just like hopping on the bandwagon but I try not to say stuff like that because I'm like oh they're, yeah, like they're not underground anymore, and like I, I feel bad because artists should be making money, and I love you, Phoebe. But like I saw a line um, from a concert of hers, and it was like literally two miles down the road. I was like, I, good on you, but like, damn. My my opinion is like, shout out to artists who have made it really big, but like, there's a point when you make it being a musician. That I feel like. You're, like, obsessed about an idealized, like, to the point where... Yeah, I feel like people obsess over Phoebe Bridgers. And they're, like, they obsess over, like, her parts of her life. And I'm, like... And it's, like, it's, like, the Harry Styles or Taylor Swift of, like, underground. Or, like, of alternative. Yeah. Like, it's... They're just people, you know? Yeah, let Phoebe Bridgers do her. She does not want to talk to you guys. Another no. tough, tough, wow, tough toss-up. Our next one is not the you not you talking like an actual sports. Another tough toss-up. <laughs> well, guys, I was an athlete back in the day. It's in my blood. Lana Del Rey versus Mitski. Aaron, I'm gonna have to go with Mitski. I think she's a better lyricist. Aaron and I have been talking about this for a little bit now. Yeah. I like to say Lana just because she's like the queen of sad girl emo. I think that there have been people who might have surpassed her lyrically or differently, but I feel like she's the queen and you have to respect her in that way. Um, and she just, I feel like no one can recreate that dark sound she has and ominous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. no no (laughs) disagree i think okay i i used to really like lana del rey i feel like this is gonna be such an unpopular opinion and i'm sorry guys but i used to really like lana del rey when i was younger um because i like it was like the tumblr era um but i think now when i listen to it it seems her music seems like too forceful like oh i'm gonna like do drugs with this older man like because i have daddy issues and like people that that happens and like people do do stuff like that but it seems very ingenuine i don't know lana del rey's lana del rey's story but i think from her fan base now it seems ingenuine to me she's falling into the narrative she's made like, yeah I think she's carved this narrative for herself and only like d- went in deeper maybe yeah Oh, have you? Did you read her poetry book ever? No, I haven't. You told me about it. But yeah, I have not. I recommend it. it's good. It's definitely not like wow, like wow, this is the most like heartfelt thing ever. But there's one poem that I really like, and it's about how she tried to be a pilot, and she realized she's a writer, and pilots and 
pilots and poets see the world differently and it's really beautiful and that's, oh, that's cute yeah i like want to i'm really like i'm not one to destroy books or things i have but i really want to rip that page out and like well, i'm not one to it. destroy books but uh, <laughs> i just don't really feel that i don't know i just want to capture that page um but uh, lana okay wait wait let me just ask one more question because i posted this on my um tiktok i know i have millions of followers yeah um no you're famous of course both of us are we're okay (laughs) from that so silly joke um like if you had to choose as a package deal and i know i think aaron and i already know our answer is uh phoebe and mitski versus lord and lana i feel like they're going like they're two different generations of the sad girl starter pack yeah, definitely. And it's that's how this started. That's how we came up with the idea to do March Madness twenty twenty or two weeks from Tuesday, March Madness twenty twenty three. Um because Aaliyah asked me that question. I was like, wait, this could be cool. Yeah, like we're entering March. Yeah. And I said Lana and Lord because I feel like I don't know, I resonate with them more and I've only gone to Phoebe and Mitski recently. It was beautiful. They're both really talented, but I don't know, I'm just loyal. I'm just loyal. <laughs> And you you choose the other two. Yeah, Phoebe and Mitski, of course. But, like, don't get me wrong. I, like, think both of them are, like, absolute lyricists. Like, every, everyone in this group is incredibly talented. To be fair, I don't think Phoebe's an amazing, incredible lyricist. I just think that her full package What even is her rise to fame? Like, why does everyone love her? Well, her she has two albums, Stranger in the Alps and, shit, what's the other one called? Whatever, I know all the words every song, but the one with day off in Kyoto. But oh, the moon, the, with the blue and red mm-hmm. one, yeah. You yeah. Know album. Yeah. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. Um, Both those albums are incredible albums. I think top literally down. A, top down, all both of those albums are, like, very good albums. I think she just kind of slowly rose to fame. I, th- I think all four artists, though, have a handful of albums that you could listen to top down and be very satisfied. True. Like they're all feeling. Except for me, not Lana. Born really? to Die is her best album for me. I hate Norman fucking Rockwell. I love it. It grew on hate me. It. Oh, hate it. Hate it. Give it a chance. Oh, like, I think the lyrics in some of those are great. I don't know Mitski well enough that I could say I know any of her albums top down, but like Mitski's incredible. Just... Guys, fun fact, me and Mitski almost have the same birth chart. She is also a Virgo moon and a Virgo Venus. She's a Cancer sun. I hope she's in therapy. I hope she's in therapy, too. Seems like from her story, she might. She she probably has some challenges. She's working through it, though. Yeah. Guys, believe it or not, we're only four people in, and we have so many guys. We do. Okay, let's let's, move. On to commercials. We'll be be back after the break. (laughs) Okay. um, Kevin Abstract versus Kanye West and guys guys I feel like people are gonna be mad at us but the only reason we say this is because Kevin Abstract's last album The Family there's one song called 37th and if you guys I don't know if you have noticed this but if you're really a huge fan of Two Weeks from Tuesday I accidentally added that song to the back background of our announcements for episode releases and never took it off so for every episode release that song plays in the background. I did not know that until now either. <laughs> yep. But anyway, that's such a. This is such a fan news. I wish 
Uh, it's such a little moment but every time yeah i'm like okay just playing because i forgot i keep forgetting to take it off of canva now it has to stay (laughs) yeah here to stay here to stay but 37th by kevin abstract sounds so much like kanye and it sounds like old kanye and me and Leah have just had this idea that like kevin abstract if he really applied himself he could be better than kanye or just up to par where, yeah, where I stand is nothing's like Kanye, but Kevin Abstract has the potential to get there. Yes. Like, I know he's canceled Kanye, but, like, he's, like, if if the Your Love is Blind, but for musicians and didn't know who he was, you'd be like, this music is amazing. Yeah. Okay, this isn't on the chart, but I just want to share this thought that Aaron, Aaron this was us talking about it, or Charlie, I forget who. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> the Grimes is Kanye. Was this you who said it? Or no, Charlie? that was Charlie, and you brought it up to me. And I don't... I think you guys are using Kanye as, like, a... Adjective? <laughs> yeah? I, you kanye that. You, yeah, you, you kanye that. <laughs> like, I think that's what how you guys are using it. And, like, if we're going that way, then, like, ev- like a lot of people can be the Kanye of their field. Like I'm Kanye. No, okay. <laughs> no I'm joking. We're the Kanye podcast. We're the Kanye. We are. We are. We're we're the Kanye of podcasts. Don't like no nobody's like us at all. No I'm kidding. So different. We're just so underground. But like I see what you're saying. Grimes is like Kanye in the way that she's just so different. Every album is superior and unique and very different sounding. To yeah. Kanye. There are like a lot of artists just like that but not with the same fame it's just the fact that kanye is in a really popular genre okay if grimes was in a popular genre she probably would be similar to kanye what's another artist though that you think doesn't melanie martinez melanie martinez is a kanye okay agreed with that yeah i i put my hands up yeah the snaps to her newest release yeah her marketing is insane the dot 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 and death was that what it's called yeah it's called what is it called? What's her album called? Bah, whatever. But it's cool, though. Like, the first song, like, I love Melanie because the first thing she did is, like, guys, I'm back. Because it was so long since she released an album, she was like, guys, I'm back from the death. Like, something. Yeah, it's like a rebirth. And it's cool because that's, is like, a statement to her coming back to the scene. and Yeah, and she did a whole movie for the last album. You should tell people about that. Yeah, it's called, cool. it's called K through 12, and she's basically kind of, like, talking about, like, lit- literally K through 12 and just, like, themes of her childhood and like how she grew up and all this but the the whole album has a movie to go along with it and then all the songs are like in order on the movie it's literally an hour and a half long it's insane it's i haven't seen it but the concept seems really cool it's something i just need it we just need to put on at some point true we want okay i was about to say something that should not be broadcasted but i'll tell you after the okay after the break so you talk to you during the break um, we'll keep going. Yeah. So, what do you? What do? What's your uh, decision? Oh, we started oh, going off into a Kanye, tangent. Kanye. I pick. Okay. Just for the sole sole reason that Kanye is canceled in my mind, and I don't like that he's being just like an asshole. Kevin Abstract. Kevin Snaps Abstract has his potential. I have too many Jewish friends for this. <laughs> you are such an ally. <laughs> I'm the only ally living in New York City. Is actually, she's a, a Jewish ally, a gay ally, a race ally. I'm the I'm all the allies. I don't even think I have a choice. Aaron is like, the president. Hot of the topic. Ally. I don't think black people have any other choice but to be an ally. 
Well, you see the black people. That I are know, like, which was why I'm upset with Kanye. <laughs> but whatever. This isn't about that. Anyway, well, next one. Too much free parking. Next space. Next neighborhood versus the 1975. Easy neighborhood. Yeah, definitely. We okay. agree on this. It's like love the 1975, but the neighborhood it it bites. It gives. It's been a favorite band for a long time. Yeah, that gives for me. Keep moving. All right, keep moving. Paramore versus Panic at the Disco. Paramore. This is extremely difficult for me. I extremely difficult. But I just know, like Haley Williams has my heart. Yeah, Haley Williams is incredible. Vocals incredible. Panic at the Disco. I've also been listening to since I was twelve years old. The lyrics are so fun. The lyrics so are insane. Brendan Urie's voice is insane. It's weird. I don't know which one are you gonna choose. I I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. You can't do both. Well, that's the crazy part of the about the madness. I, I feel like in like oh, no, this is so hard. I know. Based on discography alone and loyalty, Panic at the Disco. Oof. Ooh, I I really have been listening to Paramore since I was like eight, but Panic at the Disco felt like one of the first bands that I just like learned their entire discography. Paramore was just like I just knew the songs because I just knew the songs. Like I didn't go in search of them. I think that's a special moment. The bands that you know, like full discography, like I don't know, there aren't that many. Yeah, so connected, so connected to. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next. Go ahead. Announce her. I'm afraid. Arctic Monkeys and Catfish in the Bottleman. Ooh, wee. This is also extremely difficult for me. This is so hard. Ooh. This is tough. Let me say something. Fingers going up for this. Fingers up for this. Arctic Monkeys, I think, is slowly turning into a Strokes esque band or like a. Like a band that's going going to be talked about for a really long time. Timeless. Yeah, I think they're gonna be. A, yeah. I think that's a great option. You're you're so right. Just because like seeing Alex Turner perform, like I I have never been to an Arctic Monkeys concert. It's so upsetting, but seeing him perform now and him being so much older, the kind of performer that he is, the way he dresses, his stage presence, I really think Arctic Monkeys will go on like a reunion tour or something like. 15 years from now like yeah. i think they're gonna be slightly historic i don't know i feel like or we were at a concert we can share more about that at some point t- today but <sighs> we were like it was like a rock concert and we we're like inhaler who wouldn't know the arctic monkeys in this whole entire room if you were like who are the arctic monkeys i'd be like well, like everyone knows them like are you yeah. high? And why do you always call me when you're high? You like, know, like you bare minimum, you know why do you always call me when you high, when you're high? I <laughs> like that's such a good statement. I and now they're kind of jazzy. Yeah, and I think they're 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 like evolving, evolving. Yeah, and I, uh, jet skis on a moat, like <laughs> jet skis on a moat. <laughs> jet skis on a moat. So Aaron's trying to pull me. I would love to. I just don't have the budget right now. Like the tickets are two hundred dollars. But I'm trying to pull like so hard. I don't even know if I can pull myself there. Could you? Would you guys put down two hundred dollars for the last tour of an iconic band that is Arctic now Monkeys. being compared to the Strokes? 
that's not the advanced strokes. I don't know. I think that, if, okay, going back to Catfish in the Bottleman and Arctic Monkeys, I think I'm going to choose Catfish in the Bottleman. As amazing as, I just think I like Catfish's songs more consistently. I think I'm pretty equal. I think I know pretty much, I know all of Catfish in the Bottleman's discography, and I know most of, like, probably 85% yeah. of Arctic Monkeys' discography, except for that one album what was it called tranquility hotel or something like that mm. ah, i didn't like it i didn't like it that is supposed to be their interpretation of jazz on space fun in space is it actually yeah kind of sick cool concept, cool concept. didn't love it <laughs> not amazing i'm gonna go with catfish in the bottom and though Lo i like it's almost like it's literally like 49.50 like it's like but i'm going catfish in the bottom and because I know the entire discography word for word, and I have a catfish in the bottom of a tattoo. I'm gonna say the tattoo. And I found them so long ago, and I was the they're first. They're babies. I think I'm. They're my babies. I was the first person to find them. <laughs> you both was laughing. Yeah, she was. She got me onto them in high school. It's like they're so good. They're so sweet. <laughs> but right. they didn't have a sweet stage performance. That's the one. No, they weren't twinge. sweet. And we talk about this all the time, so we won't even get it back into the story. Yeah. Next. <sighs> I already know my answer for this Me one. Me too. Just okay, say it. Fiona Apple versus Faye Webster. Sorry, Faye. Sorry, Faye. Fiona. I don't even listen to Faye Webster much. Oh, I love Faye Webster. I, I think know she's Fiona's great. Awesome. You're you're chill. I think yeah, I think she's great. Fiona Apple just iconic. So just, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know exactly who I'm picking for this one too. I don't know if I know. Okay. Mm. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you you do it. Lucy Dacus versus Alexandra Xavier. Okay, let me share my thoughts for this. I think I appreciate Alexandra Savior's more more songs, but Night Shift has been my song. You're going off of one song, picking Lucy my, Dacus. It's been my, like, and it's her most basic song. I can't, I can't. You can't do that. It's Alexandra Savior it's all Alexandra day. Alexandra Savior, you're right. All day long. Once I said it out loud, I was like, this is kind of funky. That's thought process. Yeah. Alexandra okay. Savior's so good. Well, period. Moving forward. And next up, Mount okay. Question. Oh, side note, we have different answers. So do we? Oh, should we do like a recap? Like a well, we have to get to the middle. Oh <laughs> well, I guess we'll discuss out loud after we go through the left left half. side. Yeah. Okay. All right, left. Go ahead. Okay, Mount Joy versus Rainbow Kid and Surprise. And we already know the answer, guys. Okay. Do. Do you not? Okay, let me. I just wanted to speak my thought process for this <sighs> through that long for through the long relationship I had, like in 2020. Mountjoy healed me through that breakup. They had a few, and I saw them live, and they're amazing. And there's a oh, there's like an emotional connection they have. Like certain, like I think Rainbow Kin surprises is better, but Mountjoy I have a intimate emotional connection with. I think I'm gonna have to do Rainbow Kin Surprise, but like I have a very soft spot for Mount Joy. Pick who you feel is right. I guess it's RKS. They've been listening to them for so long now. Yeah, guys, they're all. We've been interviewing a lot of bands from Boone, North and Carolina. That's where RKS is from. It's a cool little music town. <laughs> I'm joking. It's a cool little music. Yeah, I'm definitely going with RKS. Okay, I'm I'm doing it as well. Like. They're so good. I, I, I don't believe that any god has ever felt this way because if they had, they never would have made me. Excuse me? Please. Excuse me? 
Okay, but Mount Joy had, when they were live, something really, my figure's going up now. Something really cool they did was they had a song, and then they would cut the song, like, halfway in, and then they went into to these, like, two, they covered these 2,000 songs. I forget what. It could have been, like, Justin Timberlake or something. I'm making this up. And then went back to the end of the song, and I was like, this is the most phenomenal thing they've ever done. Most phenomenalist. Like, like, they sounded good over headphones, but they were a band that, like, performed and made their song sound different live. And I had just so much respect for that. I actually I actually heard that. I, w- I was supposed to go about to Mount... Them? Yeah, about them. Um, I was supposed to go to Mount Joy last December. No, not last. Not December 2022. December 2023. 21. Um, and I ended up missing the concert, unfortunately, which is very upsetting. But um, a guy I worked with at the time, he went to their concert the day before. And he was like, it was so insane. It was so crazy. I can't believe you missed it. I was like, okay, leave me alone. <laughs> well, moving forward. Next up, you guys are going to think this is silly. This so good. <laughs> Tyler, the creator, versus the whole of Rockhampton. The whole Rockhampton. All members. <laughs> I will choose Rockhampton. I'm hesitant. Why? Because as much as I don't think Tyler, the creator, is Kanye. But let me speak my truth about Tyler, the creator. Go off. I think Tyler, the creator, is the definition of a creative person. I think he has his very... Please. (laughs) I think he has his very own style. And he's not only a musician, but like a businessman. And uh, maybe not a businessman, but like a... Just like a natural born creative and a natural born leader, because pe- what people, what Tyler the Creator like puts out, people people will wear. Like the golf store opened up in Soho, and the line was like literally s- yeah. so long. I didn't even. I was like, oh, I can't even go there. Whatever. Um, and I think that if he rapped like I know he can rap, he would be so much more popular. But I think he just wants to make different kind of music and i think he has incredible range um especially in the albums that he makes so yeah that's me speaking my truth about tyler creator also tyler if you're listening to this please rap more because i really like your flow i think thank you for sharing that aaron yeah you were heard and validated (laughs) and like i think i just don't listen to enough tyler alone to like like i know he has a presence and i know he's talented also heard a little a few sus behaviors from him what what not sus isn't he dating like a 17 year old or something no she's like 20 i mean he's old but I heard he's like 30 was, i heard she was 17 so i was like tyler king but i guess it makes it a little better okay let's keep going so you choose tyler is, are you forfeiting yourself i i don't know i can't forfeit Rockhampton, though, is also... Well, Rockhampton also has sus behaviors. That's fair. I don't know, because the the whole, like, saturation is, like, insane. I feel like a lot of their stuff is good. Yeah. They're, like, there's nothing like them. They're ever, they, they started, I feel like, that sound. Okay. You're right. Is Tyler booted? Yeah. I, 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 I did a good case. All right. This is going to be so hard, this next one. I know. Hosier versus Florence and the Machines. Who has listened to his newest EP? Everyone. Amazing. Everyone with a pulse. I will go straight for Mr. I never can say his name. Hosier. 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 That's how I pronounce it. Hosier. Hosier. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I... 
everything in Cozy Years Mad. Know the whole discography. I know probably 85% of Florence and the Machines. Been listening to Florence and the Machines since I was little, little. I love, and she has an incredible voice. I think it's like absolutely insane. I'll be upset if you don't choose Florence. I think I'm going to have to choose Florence and the Machines. As much as I love Hosier, and I've been listening to him for a long time too, but it's got to be Florence. I choose Hosier. I, I keep calling him a hosier. Uh, well, so. you, I'm calling Aaliyah fan. out. She used to not like him. I didn't. I didn't. But then this summer, I, you know, like, you, I will own up. I didn't like him. Like, I I heard his Take Me to Church, and I was like, this is so slow. And I didn't appreciate. I think Take Me to Church is one of his best songs. I think it's incredible. Agreed. I, I now appreciate it. But, yeah, this summer, I had a click, and I was like, this man is something we we need in life. And True. Yeah, he was like my top listen to artist, I think, this year. And I've listened to a lot of music. So good job, sir. Good job, <laughs> sir. So, okay, next. This next. is fun. Glass animals versus the gorillas. Immediately, glass animals. Love the gorillas. I think they are phenomenal. They've done a really good job with things. However, just have happen to listen to glass animals but i think they're kind of like poppy well, now and like they've lost what that's they what i was gonna say i was gonna give my disclaimer okay share so started listening to glass animals in middle school like seventh grade and they were releasing stuff like their very first album zaba which is crazy. It's insane. It's like all these like weird sounds and these animal noises. It's, instrument, it's like experimental. It's, it's, it's experimental. And I thought it was like it like so sick. And it, it was a project. They released a project. And I loved that about them. And that's what got me hooked on them like, as just a little baby. And then they came out with How to Be a Human Being. And I remember, mm. I remember sitting on the floor in my basement waiting for How to Be a Human Being to release, and it was released the same day as Banks' second album. Oh I was waiting on the both of them. It was the day before I moved to Boston at 16 years old, and I was sitting there waiting, and How to Be a Human Being is also crazy because it's like a bunch of stories Beautiful of all these people album. on the covers. And if you remember, two weeks from Tuesday, I did an episode called How to Be a Third Human episode. Being. Listen to it, and we did we recreated the cover. Um, so I think they, they their first two projects, they put out they put out projects and I think yeah and I thought I think that it was authentic I think their third album continued to be experimental but it was too mainstream pop and it just got in the clutches of TikTok and heat waves really just took off it feels like what um happened to Tame Impala more or less yeah incredible unique sound and then like they kept their sound authentic it was still weird but it was conforming to like what the the pattern beat that's popular is i'd say yeah like it was a good album but like i remember when heat waves came out and like it it took tiktok to make it blow up it took well it took a second it took a second for it to catch on i remember when that song came out the day of i was walking a reservoir and i was thinking it was like in the summertime i was like this song is oh yeah on repeat but Uh, unpopular opinion waterfalls coming out your mouth it's like a very big looked over song on that album and it's very good Interesting. I, that, that one's a good one. I, I don't think I like know that album even that well to like list all the songs on it. Like I liked it when it came out because like I wanted to support, but I, I think wanted to support how to be a human being. my like I have a picture of it on my wall. I'm like, oh, it's just great. I, I have it on vinyl. It's insane. Isn't there a backstory to that album? It's like, a, more so than well, 
Oh, I don't know. I know that like every character on the front is a song, or most of the characters on the front are their stories are songs. Yeah, that's yeah. that's super. That's insane. We need. I want something like that to come out. I want something like new guys. If you're out there and you have a band and you're new and you want to release projects, let us Just know. Talk to us. Come here. We have connections. We can yeah. bring you up. But anyway, next one. Next up, Steve Lacey. Versus still woozy. I already know. Hmm. Oh. Are you no. having an issue? I like was really into still woozy for a sec. Same. I think I'm going to do Steve Lacey. I just think he's more talented. Uh, yeah, def- 100% agree. Still woozy had his moment. I don't think he's having his moment anymore. And still woozy was good for the time. I don't think it's timeless. Steve Lacey, though, yeah, is timeless. Yeah, going to be at coffee shops, I think, forever. For a second, yeah. Do you, did you like his new album? Like, yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I don't Gemini think it was the Rights. best album he's ever no. had, but solid performance. Yeah. Bad Habit blew up on TikTok. It's crazy how these songs just, like, blow like, up. Catch and instant, like, overnight, whatever. Okay, this one's a good one. Okay, Georgia Smith versus Snow Allegra. This one hurts my soul to just, like, even think about. I know. Because I was listening to Georgia Smith before. Both of them, actually. I've listened to both of them before they even released a first studio album. We should, you guys should make this a drinking game every time Aaron. I was the first person to listen to them. (laughs) No, I'm probably being so annoying. I I wanted to say that at the beginning of the episode. You guys should make this a a game for how many of these people Aaron's known. Okay, I'm going to just validate. Aaron just happens to know really good music ahead of the time. Like, as her bestie, I will give her credit. I've gotten a lot of my music from these smaller bands from her. So... It's not being annoying. It's just the truth. Let me stop. (laughs) But let me let me speak my truth one more time. I did know both of these artists before they even released the studio album. No, I was making a joke, but I was just trying to say (laughs) (laughs) she she knows and she doesn't gatekeep. I don't gatekeep. That's what's important. You just I do gaslight though. No, okay. <laughs> I don't gaslight. I'm girl boss. I'm girl boss. That's we're, it. We're the we're no gaslighting for me. Our parents call us boss babies. Bo- baby bosses. We try. Okay, so who do you choose? Okay. I'm. I don't know. Okay, because Georgia Smith's earlier music is like. It got me through like my entire senior year of high school. Like a prince, like I don't like teenage fantasy. Oh. Those songs were incredible. I don't think Oh my gosh. Uh and the song by any means is so good. Oh, by any means is oh, so god. good. But I don't think I think she's leaned more into like a poppy sound. And I think Snow Allegra has the test of time more than Georgia Smith has maybe I was gonna choose Snow Allegra just cause I'm as much as I love by any means that's a top tier song by Georgia I just I like like almost all her stuff Miss Snow and I saw her live and she was just beautiful yeah I definitely am gonna have to go with Snow Allegra Snow. but I again 49.50 it was a close one it was a toss up 
But now we have a silly one. We do. We're, we're the last goofy. two are silly ones, guys. We're being goofy. Okay, Aaron, you can announce. Neutral Milk Hotel versus Drake. Just because I don't listen to Neutral Milk Hotel, I have to choose Drake. I am going with Neutral Milk Hotel because I, I like I like Drake, and I like Take Care is very good. Um, Take Care is very good. And I grew up on Drake. I'm not the biggest. I don't think he's the greatest rapper. I think he makes music that people enjoy, but it doesn't resonate with you. With me. Nice for what, though? Favorite workout song, club song. Charlie, our friend, he says that Lauren Hill samples better in songs than, like, her own music. Isn't that insane? He... Th- Okay, uh, we'll give him a call after. Yeah, I like, mean, he said "nice for what?" I was like, "That's that was his." So opinion. he thinks that "nice for what?" Yep, that sample is better, better than, than any song on the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. We're gonna, we're gonna, he's yeah, we're gonna have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> canceled. No, no, we love you. We love you. I, I, I don't know. I feel like he's canceled, but anyway. Uh, anyway, okay. Next one, another extreme. Another one. very extreme one. The band Camp. Versus Christina Aguilera. I say Christina Honestly, Aguilera. Honestly, yeah. Based on pure history. She's <laughs> insane. I didn't know one of her songs, though, recently. Aaron was like, Aaliyah, you know the song? Was it I a- thought I showed it to you. Maybe I didn't remember a song. Hello? But we used to talk about it. For sure. For sure. Do you um when we went to Florida, Custard Trip? We were talking about it during the custard trip. We were playing it on our, our little block. Oh. I remember you showing me that Brockhampton song with the girl's name in it on SoundCloud. That's what I remember from that walk to this amazing custard that we got before Aaron was vegan. Mm. Tanya. Tanya, but SoundCloud version. Yeah, that one's good. Check it out, guys. guys so good. So here's my question, because we're kind of freestyling this episode. Aaron, do we, we have a few more silly ones. We could just go through those. Or we could just keep going through the bracket and finish it. We should do rapid fire, go through the bracket and finish it so we can okay. they can know our winners. Okay. Okay. So I'll do the top two and you do the top. We'll go rapid fire. Okay. Okay. My my top one's Phoebe versus Mitski. I'm going to have to go with Mitski. Mine is Lord versus Lana. I'm going to have to go with Lord. <laughs> my bottom one's Kevin Abstract versus The Neighborhood. I'm going to have to go with The Neighborhood. Mine is uh, Kanye versus the neighborhood. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I love both of them so much. I really don't know. I just, I hate that. Oh, oh my God. I'm getting the chills. These are like my two favorite bands of all time. And like, this should be at the very end for me. Kanye, I think. That's insane. Uh, that's I, a, that is insane. That's insane. Okay, keep going down. Mine is Panic at the Disco versus Catfish in the Bottleman. Gonna have to go with Catfish in the Bottleman based on pure history. Mine is Catfish in the Bottleman versus Paramore. I'm going down Paramore because I history. Am <laughs> history. Yep. Keep going. Um, mine is Fiona Apple versus Alexander Savior, and I'm gonna have to go with Fiona Apple because history. <laughs> I'm just copying. Same. Same. Okay. Now we'll keep going. So mine's Mitski versus the Neighborhood, and I don't. I, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Ooh, that's really Shit. tough. 
damn. Aaron and I have been saying that all week. Damn. <laughs> there have been a lot of moments. It's just like, that's the one word that can describe it all. I'm going with Mitski. That feels right for you. Yeah. 2023. Maybe yeah. Aaron 2018, 2016. Would go neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mine is Lord versus Kanye. And I think it has to be Kanye. <laughs> not you. Not Kanye. Your, your winner is going to be Kanye if you keep going this route. Do your thing, though, bestie. I'm, I'm being honest. You're being honest. I'm, oh, this sounds so bad, guys. Yeah. <sighs> Shit. Damn. Damn. Going. Okay. Um, Catfish of the Bottom versus Fiona Apple, and I'm going Catfish. Um, nice. Respect. Have to. Okay, mine's Paramore or Fiona Apple, and I'm going to do Paramore. Okay. And now, last one on the right side, Ooh. Mitski versus Catfish in ah! the Bottom, and... And I'm going catfish. I was hoping you'd stay true to loyalty. I'm staying true. I'm just so true. You're so true for that, Aaron. Okay, <laughs> All right. Mine is Kanye versus Paramore. <laughs> I am just flopping around, guys. <laughs> just give me two seconds. Okay, lovely. Just lovely. Just spin that chair around. Kanye oh. <laughs> versus Paramore. I think there's a clear answer. Which, no, don't tell me, don't tell I'm me. I'm not going to tell I'm you. I'm independent. I'm an independent Independent woman. bestie. I think, oh. I think I want Paramore. I think I have to do it. Just also in the sake Thank of you. womanhood. Was that the answer? Yes. But Kanye, I, th- Like, you can have your Kanye moment, but, like, not in he, public. Especially, <laughs> like, like, just as a music, not to respect his character, but clearly on music, I just... I think he's very talented, but as a person, very needs a lot of help. Yeah, and is put a lot of damage on the people of my tribe and yeah. other people. Okay. All right, rapid fire, keep going. So on the left side, guys, these are going to be in- incongruent just because they're different mm-hmm. genres. Because we like genre mixed bending. it up. We're, it's, we're genre bending right now. So my first one is RKS versus Rockhampton. Gonna have to go with RKS. Same, RKS. It is. All right, next one. Florence from the Machines versus Glass Animals. Gonna have to go with Florence and the Machines. Nice. Mine is Hosier versus uh, Glass Animals, and I'm gonna go with Hosier. Ah. This is surprising. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mine's Steve Lacey versus Snow Allegra for the next one, and I'm gonna have to go Snow Allegra. Mine is the same, and I'm going with the snow. The snow. And one at the bottom is Neutral Milk Hotel for me versus Christina Aguilera. And I'm going to go with Neutral Milk Hotel based on pure preference. Okay, understood. Mine is Drake versus Christina Aguilera. And I I really (laughs) do enjoy a lot of Drake. But Christina Aguilera, I've been in a, I've had a very pop heavy winter, and I only really got into her for the first time ever this winter. So, just because support the woman, let's go with Christina. Okay. Christina, you and I will have a moment. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I almost said ratfish in the bottom. (laughs) Rapid fire. (laughs) Wait, what about, don't we have two more rapid? Yeah. Oh, okay. RKS versus Florence and Machine for me. And I'm going RKS. Really? I am. Okay. What about you? RKS or. I just hate that I can't say his name. Well, Hosier. 
<laughs> um, Mr. Mr. Hozier. Really? I love him. I think he's amazing. Better than RKS? Yeah. I've I he, I've connected with him. He's he's another man that's healed me. Okay. Just through a lot. He's been was my number one. He's just my number one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um next one for me is Snow Lugger versus Neutral Muck Hotel. And as much as I really love Neutral Muck Hotel, it's gonna have to be Snow Allegro. Queen. Mine is Christina Aguilera versus, versus Miss Snow. Ooh, Snow. Snow takes it. She's I just think she's beautiful inside and out mm-hmm. in her voice. All right. Okay, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> My last two, RKS versus Snow Allegra, going with RKS. Nice. Mine's Hosier, Snow Allegra, and we're going to go with Mr. Hosier. Ooh. Yeah, he's really made it up there. Ooh, wow, we're at our final two. We're at oh. our final two. My final two are RKS versus Captain of the Bottleman, and yours are... Hosier and Paramore. Uh, oh, man. Can we have multiple winners? It's a tie. Thank you guys for listening to Two Weeks from Tuesday. No, you nah. can't do a tie. Boo. No. <laughs> I don't. Okay, I do know. I do know. I have my winner. Do you guys think you know who we're going to say? Do you know? We'd like to hear your votes on all of this, too. Maybe we'll post a little PDF to hear thoughts. A little PDF. All right. Drum roll, please. Paramore. All right, we'll do another drum roll drum for roll, me. Drum roll, please. RKS. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you guys want to know who the real winner is? Drum roll, please. Lauren Hill. Hill. No brainer, everybody. No brainer. And that was March Madness, sponsored by Two Weeks from Tuesday. No, Two Weeks from Barstool. Two Weeks from Barstool. This was phenomenal, guys. Yeah. Um, Wow. So do you guys feel like you went through a whole sports event? We really, we. Erin's yawning. She feels like she's Yeah. Um, this was shorter than any basketball quarter ever in history, though. So. <laughs> so, and if you don't like sports, I feel like this is a more palatable option. True. So, we hope you had a good time with this. Next yeah. up, we are going to be asking our artist that we're interviewing, who is very amazing and we have loved for a very long time. Truth, truth. Um, of some of these questions, and we're going to get into it. Yeah, so we'll be back after the break. Thank you for Bye listening guys. to Action Tuesday. Hi guys, we're back from the break and we're here with our special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself and where you're from? Yes, hi, my name is Jason. My band is called Michigander. I'm from Michigan, but I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, it is great to have you on the show. We are big fans. Been listening to Michigander for uh, probably a few years now, just like from some of the smaller singles. And so this is like a dream for us, just as like whatever. Anyway, no more fangirling. Um, so how, how's March been? It's March 2nd for us right now. How's March treating you? 
so far so good. It could always get better. It could always get worse, but uh, so far so good. How do you feel about like 2023 though? Like as as a whole. As a whole, how are you? How are you weathering this? This this beautiful year. Are you guys not liking it? It's been some turbulence, you might say. There's always turbulence, but uh, <laughs> it's just cool to just keep the headphones on and keep on trucking, as they say. But I, I like, uh, I feel pretty good. I, I think 2023 is a good year so far. Could be worse, um, could be better, but mostly it's pretty good. So far, I'm, I'm, I'm digging 2023. You might hear that. Might be the first person yeah. to say that. I feel like everyone in our circle, everyone's having like a little bit of, you know, ups and downs and like. No, I had, a, I, I had a really bad 2022, so, so it's this, only for you to have a good 2023. Yeah, so I need I need this to be good. <laughs> Are you like an astrology guy at all, or I'm not. I don't know any of my things. I oh. should. Well, we were saying that the start of the new astrological year maybe will have some madness start in a good way. That's like Aries season. That's the start of the astrological new year. Nice. When is that? <laughs> like end of march this is okay. a whole different episode come on we didn't we didn't plan for this one yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay but do you do you follow sports at all i don't i'm see i'm two for two i'm not doing any good on the show I, I don't follow sports i don't follow astrology okay neither do okay. we for sports yeah, oh, good <laughs> okay good i'm glad we're on the same page we're celebrating march madness with our music bracket oh i like that well how where's where's where are things ranking up right now well we we haven't really ranked them yet. We just got our competitors. So we wanted to ask you about a couple of our competitors. Okay, You're let's see. Like a guest judge, you know. Yes. Like, I would love yeah. to judge something and someone. That would be very fun for me. I love judging. Uh, yeah. They're perfect. In the right crew. All right. First one we have, Hosier versus Florence of the Machines. Ooh, that's see, that's tough right off the get go. Mm-hmm. We're going hard, go hard or go home is the mentality of this. Year. I'm going Florence. She's great. Okay. I, I really? think I Florence too. She's really? has, a, I, in my mind, she's had a longer career, and I would go Florence. I think Hosier's great, but I and I have a friend who sings in Hosier's band, but mm-hmm. I, I'm going with uh Florence. I think she has better vocal range too. No, but like he's a god. Like he's a god from like not like a god. I'm not trying to like put him like in that. He's saying, but he's great. Know. He's a very great artist, great writer, and very talented guitar player. But uh, I'm gonna go with Florence. Okay, round number two. Oh, I love this. Okay, <laughs> this one we are fighting over a little bit. <laughs> I'll settle. I will settle the score. This is good. One to one. Lana Del Rey or Mitski. Ooh, Lana. Okay, you're on 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 my side. Um, I just feel like that you can't replicate, and she's like, she's the queen of like sad girl. It's like kind had, of Beyonce. You can't step on her and like indie indie sad girl. She's had some misses. She definitely has had some misses, but overall, I think pretty good. Okay. First, the first record is like undeniably great. True. Undeniably great, and then she's had like a lot of great songs over the years. Um, has a few that like slip through the cracks. It's not like every song is a banger, but like neither is Mitski. Like, I feel like some, (laughs) no, you're right, you're right. Who do you think's more of a lyricist? Um, who is more of a lyricist than wait, then who? 
Lana Del Rey or Mitski, which one do you think is a better lyricist? Ooh. Mitski. Right. All right. Here, you do the last All one. All right. Last last one. Cage the Elephant versus Peach Pit. Oh, Cage the Elephant. That's so easy. Yeah, that was an easy one. That, well, we want to make it easy, you know, for the last there, one. That, is, that, is that all I get to choose? We can do we can do a few. We got a few silly ones. I don't I don't know if we're supposed to open up that territory. Um, I and, love all the silly things. So silly things are great. You remember, sounds- like, well, this is like a sneak peek, I guess. But Aaron, what was like? We were doing some like very different genre ones, trying to like say like um, Britney Spears versus Drake or something like <laughs> that. Just doesn't belong with each other. I love this. This is where this is where I'm gonna thrive. Can I do one of these? Is that okay? <laughs> yes, you give us one. You give oh, us one, like ladies. a silly one. Like you want me to be silly? A silly one. Yeah, or a hard one. Like free. Oh. How about? Oh man, this is hard. Mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared for this, guys. You guys are putting me we on the spot. What? Um. I don't Michigander know. or Michigander? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a silly one. Michigander or Mooney? Oh, oh no! I said that. I was like, we're not, we're not starting. We're not stumbling the duel. Seth is a beautiful man. He wins. I'll just step aside. Noble of you to just give. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't need it. I have. You know, I have so much success, and I'm very, very famous. I'm just worldwide star. Uh, so I don't need it. Seth can have it this time. He needs it, not me. I don't need any validation. There you go. Take the crown, (laughs) King. Okay, we have the list. You can choose. Okay. Oh wait, it wasn't. What was? Do you are you familiar with the band Neutral Milk Hotel? I am. Yes. Okay, that's we did neutral milk hotel versus Drake. That's hilarious. <laughs> neutral milk hotel in my mind only has one record. Yes. It could be such a good record. Drake kind of seems like a, a weirdo though, like a kind of like a creepy guy. Like a grooming type one. I wouldn't want to talk to him on like I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any desire to speak to Drake. Like, you have a few yeah, games, I, I like that one song. Passion is it passion fruit? Is that is that yeah passion yeah passion yeah 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 i don't even know how it goes but i like that one song yeah i think that's one of the only drake songs i know what about here's one more um what about paramore versus panic at the disco paramore panic at disco is not good i wait that's this is controversial. Statement. Horrible. That band. Good. That band reminds me of the circus. But I've actually heard a lot of people say that. Is this like say that he sounds like he's in a musical or something? Yeah, I'm. I'm like Paramore, and he. They're probably good people, and I. And I don't know any. I don't know, but that band is not for me. Paramore is the best band. Paramore is so good. I just saw Paramore at their album release show. First time seeing them. So cool. They are one of the best. They are one of the just the best bands. They are so good. All their songs are great. They're incredible live. Haley is just like a master class at what it means to be like a front person of a band. And she rocks and every bit about that band. Next level pro status. So good. Did they bring the energy? Like I could only imagine they did. Like we're both yeah. 
such fans for so long. Like they were so good. And I and controversial hot take, their new record. They're like a band that evolves so much and so, and does such a good job at it. And my take is that their new record is their best record. Mm. Now pe- people don't agree, and I don't care. I know people don't agree, but I think as like a, as a as a cohesive record, every song fits together, tells a story, and it just feels like one piece of a. It just feels like an album, you know. It doesn't feel like just a bunch of random songs. We do talk about all that, like just the like intentionality of an artist. Yeah. And to be fair, I've been listening to their singles like as they drop. I don't know if I've listened to it top down, so maybe there'd be. You gotta great. do it. I appreciate the record because I didn't really love all the singles, but now that it's all out and it's one whole thing, I'm like, oh, this all makes sense. I love it. Well, what was your favorite Paramore album like prior to this one? Ooh, that's a good it's question. About your personality. Does it? <laughs> let, let me uh, let me let me put them all in front of me real quick. And this question's going to you next, so get ready. I think I already know. Okay, so I okay. Here's the thing. Riot is what I grew up on. I loved that album, but I think at a band when I, I think Brand New Eyes might be their best one before this. <sighs> I it's don't so know. good. It's no, so I, good. I agree. I'm debating between the self-titled and um, yeah, brand new eyes. I'm surprised. Self-titled. The self-titled is pretty good. Aaron, still in, still into you, and like, ain't it fun? Those are like undeniably like massive good songs. Um, oh. I mean, after laughter is honestly has some good tunes too, but I think this is why it's just like, it's so good. It's so good. Big, I big love Mr. Laughter, honestly. I know not many people love it, but like it took me a second to like grow into it. And I was like, this is so fun. It's kind so of fun. I don't so know. Good. It's but like, I feel like we should give you more attention. Yeah, let's get into the let, Jason. Let's like ask we about got excited about the Martin. <laughs> yeah, we were just getting into it. Cool. I'm into whatever we need to do here. But right. I'm here to vouch for this new Paramore record, first and foremost. <laughs> so, okay, it's been five minutes. I feel like there's already been a lot of controversy. <laughs> controversy creates conversation. Honestly. And that's something we all need to remember. <laughs> In this day and age, yeah. <laughs> okay. You, all right, you can go. all right. Let's get into your music. When did you start making music? Um. Well, I just realized a couple of days ago that like about 20, I'm 31 years old almost. <laughs> Which is crazy to say because that means I'm old. Um, I think I or I started. I picked up the guitar 20 years ago this month. Oh wow! It's crazy. So I've been trying to, and it does not show. It I probably it probably only sounds like I've been playing guitar for about five years, but it's been 20, and um, and that's pretty cool. I. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, but Michigan, I mean, I kind of was writing songs and doing the whole thing, like, when I was younger, but I kind of took and started taking it seriously in 2014 when I moved to Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I started, like, playing shows and, like, writing songs intentionally for a band called Michigander. Okay, so did you grow into Michigander, or did you guys, well, what's the origin of the name and how, how the band came together? Yeah, so the band is, I mean, essentially me. It's like a solo project at the, at the heart of it. But I've always had a bunch of my friends involved pretty pretty uh, closely. 
And, and up until recently, the, that group of guys always changed a good amount. But um, I was like making music as Jason Singer, which is my name. And I was thinking it would be cool to have a band name versus like I'm like a singer songwriter artisty. Because you know when you hear like someone like you hear a name and you think at least back then it kind of made it seem like I was like just like an acoustic guitar guy but i wanted people i wanted people to think and know that i was a rock band so i was like i need to name this something so i went with michigander because that's where i'm from i'll always be from michigan um that's what you call people who live in michigan um michiganders uh the band was just called michigander because i am michigander and my friend adam podboy came up with that name i think we were sitting in new york when we were visiting our friend ben and i said i need a band name and he said what about Michigander? And I said, that is cool. Let's go with that. And since then, that's what it's been. The rest is history. Everything We're sitting in uh, Madison Square Park by mm. the original Shake Shack. Classic. That's a bop. That's where we were. And we were feeding crinkle fries to squirrels. That'd be a cool like album cover or something. Just yeah. re- like recreating that moment. I feel like I could tell you the exact bench. I know exactly where it was. It's a piece of history for at least my band. And uh, yeah, you'll have to come back and do a photo shoot for that. I when we put we're playing the Bowery Ballroom in April, and I think I'm gonna try to go there and do a little just find that bench and eat some crinkle fries. <laughs> sentimental moment no one has to know (laughs) it was like is there anyone like who was a part of your band or family friends that like pushed you during like I figure it wasn't all linear your your success like that pushed you to keep going when like you know competitive industry um I mean kind of my friend Adam was all and my friend Ben who were always they were just really supportive from an early on they were like you should just keep doing this and obviously there's been like loads of different people over the years who have been really supportive and caring about what I'm doing, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, there's not, I, my whole thing is like every time things get really hard and I'm like so pissed and it's like so str- like it still happens. Like the, like the, I haven't like arrived by any means. And I'm sure you never arrive as an artist or a musician. Like I'm sure even like, uh, like Beyonce has her bad days where she's like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Maybe maybe not her, but like there are folks who are in bands that are massive that probably think like, I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm like ready to wrap it up. And I always have those moments. I have them monthly. And usually when it gets really, really bad, it's like, it can't get any worse. So then those are the moments where it's like, oh, this thing comes through where you're like, you're about to go, you get a record. Like my first, like, Right before I signed my first record deal in 2019, I was at a point where I was like, I want to be done doing music. I've been doing this independently. I've had haven't had any like partners to come alongside me and like fund what I'm doing. So I can't afford to do it anymore. And then boom, it happens. And uh which is crazy, you know? Like that feels pretty incredible. Um to like have that moment it's like such like a breath of fresh air I feel like I've just been struggling and then all of a sudden someone's like hey what about this or hey let me take you on tour or a plethora of things but that is those are always the moments that are like really encouraging and exciting for me 
I like just had one of those moments like recently where I was like, I just want to be done doing this. And then something cool that I can't share right now was like, this is, this is a cool thing. So, uh, and it's like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Do you, oh, <laughs> so you go, Aaron. Um, so I just want to know what inspired you to make music in the first place. Was it just something that you kind of fell into or? Uh, well, I was horrible at school. You know, so I was like terrible at that. And I think when I was young, I was like, I want to be an archaeologist. <laughs> like, because I watched Indiana Jones, which he's terrible. He's not a good archaeologist. He's like a cool movie guy, but he's not an arch- He's not like a real archaeologist. He's like swinging from whips and fighting terrorists. Uh, and but now he's like, a, you know, he's a that's not what an archaeologist is. But I really always loved entertaining people. Like I would do like community theater and stuff. But I was always like music. I'm I'm okay at this. I can like write little tunes that are pretty decent, and I can I know about bands and I'm learning and all this stuff. So all that stuff feels really good. Um, yeah. Um, and then I was just like, uh, what am I gonna do for a job? I'll do music, which is you know very lucrative all the time. <laughs> and uh I so I just started doing the music thing and it you know it kind of I started playing like three hour cover sets in bars and then I would go from that to um like I'd play like those three hour cover sets in bars and I'd go from that to playing like oh I'm opening for a band playing for like 50 people and that feels pretty cool and then it went from like oh now you're selling like 100 tickets in like your hometown and you're like oh that's cool and then you go from that to selling 300 tickets and you're like oh, this works. Like I can pay my rent and move out and only do music. And so that's kind of the progression really. Do you have any advice for any bands? Cause I know we've interviewed some who are more at the point of just like hopping from bar to bar, how to like take it to the next level. Is that like networking or love? Yeah, I think, I think it's like finding like a local promoter, even an independent or like, you know, any type of local promoter who's like in the scene. The promoter's the person who like runs the show, like puts the show on. Like there's always been good local promoters in Michigan. So for me, it was like, I want to prove to that promoter that I'm worth tickets, you know? Like I will tell that promoter like, hey, let's do a show together. I'll sell a hundred tickets. And then you physically take a hundred tickets from that promoter and you sell them to your friends. You're like, I'm playing a show. And you sell 100 tickets and you turn in that cash or whatever to the promoter. And then you play the show. If you're like opening for a band and you're selling 100 physical tickets to your friends, like that promoter will be like, oh my God, you're awesome. Let me let you open for like a bigger band. So that was like really what happened is we got to open like my first like real show with a promoter. I was opening for like this country guy, which is funny. And I sold a hundred tickets and he was, the promoter was like, whoa, that's awesome. And the promoter's like, I have this other show, uh, like on the other side of the state that you could play pays like 200 bucks and it's going to be for a thousand people. We'll put you on the show. And so he got on that show. And then after that, he was like, Hey, can you open for a band called Tokyo police club? Who were like one of my faves at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and they were like, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I will do that. And I sold a hundred tickets. And he was like, this band is valuable. They're not bad. They're quick on and off stage. They're, they know how to like be somewhat professional. I'm sure looking back, it would not be as professional as like we are now, but like we were like out of the way, we were respectful. We played our show 
And then we just stole Tokyo Police Club's fans. And that's just kind of how it went, you know? Like, I mean, you know, like, we just, like, gained new fans because we put the time in and, like, weren't playing a bar set every night. We were, we were, we were playing the bar sets occasionally, but, like, we were spacing it out so people would actually come and see us. Because you, your friends aren't going to come to two shows a month to see you, most likely, like, forever. Like, at first, yes, but, like, like it's not... Old. <laughs> yeah, it gets old. Like, I'm sure you have friends who are in bands who play too much and they're always saying, come to my show. And you're like, eh, I already, I already saw you already. So um, even my best friends have had that play too much. I'm just like, nah, you played too much. I can't. It's like creating like something that's worth something. So then you can have those moments. But like you have to sacrifice like playing because you're not going to be able to play as much if you do that. That's but it's true. also like it works out way cooler because then. Like that promoter just knows you're worth tickets. And so they'll be like, hey, Hippocampus need an opener tonight. And they're playing 1,200 cap room. But they need a pr- one one for this one show. And we're like, we'll do it. And then we get that show. So what you're saying is it seems like confidence, initiative, and reliability are like to And like just making sure you have ways of like adding value to the performance. Or like some right. which can do like keys to success, you know, to elevating to elevating your band artist name but yeah I, I think that's like a huge thing and it's just like like unfortunately it's the music business it is like as cool as it is to make art and make these songs that you that care a lot it is at the end of the day a business and these promoters and other bands don't they want bands who are like gonna work hard for it and care about it i mean now i'm kind of on the other side of it where like i'm the headlining touring act and like occasionally we'll need like a local band to open the show. And it's like hard to it's hard to um it's hard to find like a local band who's gonna like actually care about it and not like we've had local bands open for us on like a tour a little while ago who were like absolute nightmare. Like they were like trying to get rid move our stuff around and we're like, uh Really? And they were like complaining to us about how much gear we had. And we're like, we're like, like you're opening for us. And like, not to, like, and I, and so now I understand the other side of it now too. It's, it's just like, it's just how it goes. You got to like work your way up and, uh, um, and be a value to the show. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. You got to play your cards around, <laughs> play the game a little bit. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, just it's, it's an industry just like everything else totally totally um so i guess on that same note like what does success look like to you that's a great question um success to me now looks totally different than what it did like a year ago two years ago five years ago i feel like it's always changing but it is it is more and more honing in on like this one idea that i get to do a very cool job for my job and I mostly get to do it on my terms like there's definitely the game you have to play but like I don't have to go like mow lawns anymore I can like I did that for a long time I just would mow lawns all summer I'm at a point now where I can like spend my days like making music and spend my days like playing shows and being and though it's very uncomfortable most of the time like I'm in a van traveling around the country with my best friends like playing songs and like that's 
songs I, like wrote in this room or like wrote in my bedroom like years ago when I was like a teenager and like people are showing up and people like like you guys want to talk about it like that's crazy like this is my job like that is insane that's wildly insane and yeah. like it's so selfish but it's like you know it's cool worked worked hard for it for a long time still am you're we you know your lyrics are very relatable they they hit the heart a lot i think that i've connected to a lot of them it's they've been very like grounding and yeah i have two thank you it's actually a playlist that we used so i made a playlist last summer it's my favorite playlist it has two of your songs on it which it's songs like, um east chicago indiana and classic yeah yeah atl um, oh wow that's a that's a deep cut yeah um <laughs> like that was like my favorite playlist for so long just because those two songs were on then we oh thank you that like the that playlist for the podcast for like an attached episode and i was like oh my gosh now we get to interview Michander and we don't oh, even use that playlist that's so kind that's so kind thank you guys yeah no absolutely we can for one last question for the road i guess because this has been this so is great i'm really we I'm, I'm in no rush so yeah take your time oh awesome um well um okay it's fine <laughs> so what do you want your fans to think of when they think of Michigan Dirt? I would like them to think that I'm a, a decent person. Pretty, I would hope that they would think that the music I'm making is genuine and that I actually enjoy the music I'm making. And, I, and uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I want people to know I'm genuine and what I'm doing. And the things I'm writing and trying to say, even more so now than ever, uh, I want them to be like the truth and honest. And I want them to, I would love for my band to not be like a band that ages poorly as far as like the, the sound goes. And I would like the band to be something that people like are like making memories to now. And like I have those bands from like when I was in high school and right out of high school that I still listen to and I'm like, oh man, this reminds me of that exact moment. And like those songs, like there, there's Death Cab songs that mean a ton to me from like when I was like sophomore in or sophomore in high school. And like those things like, like Brothers on a Hotel Bed, like that song is just like, I listen to that song and it just like takes me back to that time. And the cool thing is, is like you mentioned East Chicago, like that is a song that I wrote that I was like. I love that one. Like, it seems to be, like, this weird favorite song for everybody, even though it's, like, a six-minute song. And it's not really, like, a typical, like, like pattern of a song. It's just kind of, like, a weird song that I was, like, I on that on that first EP, which was called Midland, I was, like, trying to write all singles and, like, all songs that were just, like, bops. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, but this last song is a song that's just for me. And now, all like, five years later, whatever it's been, uh... Wow, six years later, five years later, I don't know. All these years later, um, people are still like, that's the song. Like I get DMs all the time being like, I love this song, or play this, please play this song tonight at the show, play this song in San Diego, like whatever. Like I'm like, I'm gonna play that song. It's like my it's my favorite song I've ever written. And it's just weird that that song connects with so many people. And I don't really remember what it's about. <laughs> or like what exactly it means but people seem to love it and like have like the lyrics tattooed on them and wow. 
it's pretty wild and cool. That's a, oh, it's a beautiful. Wow. I just love it. I don't know. It's like I just want people to remember that if they think about me, I want them to think about that song because I think like that's a song that like it was a surprise. Like that worked, you know, that people are still listening to it. I had it's it's like a totally independent song that people just have connected with on a, on a cool level. Was it released as a single initially? No, it was- it's just just came out. At the, it's like the last song on a six song EP. That yeah. just like happened to be there, like when I had like, and it's still like trudging along, like streaming wise, all these years later, That's which all- is it's never had any like specific love besides just like I hate saying like the fans like it, which is cool. It's just like a fan favorite. Are you happy with because we have a little extra time with how uh, Super Glue came out, the like the album you released this year? Uh, yeah, so. It's kind of confusing. People are calling that an album, but it's just an, it's like four songs, yeah. right? My bad. Yeah, it's actually just part of the new EP that's coming out later this month. It's not like its own thing, which is really confusing. And I'm people, it's somebody messed that up, but it's just part of the "It Will Never Be the Same" EP, uh, and that's like my favorite. That's like one of my most recent like favorite songs. That's like the song that took a long time to make because I like wrote part of it in 2020. And then I revisited it in like 2022 and then I re-recorded it a different way. And then we re-recorded it again, a new way that sounds like totally different. So that song is like, that song specifically is a song that I was like, I don't think people are going to care about this one, but it seems people are really digging that song. Um, I could be wrong, but it's exciting. Surprises from the fans. (laughs) What'd you say? I said, you keep getting these little surprises from the fans. I love surprise. I am a, yeah. Yeah, I love it. No, it, it's a so it's just part of the album that's in in the working. Yeah, oh well, the EP is called "It Will Never Be the Same." It comes out on March thirty first, um, and Super Glue is a song on there as well as like "Stay Out of It" will be on there, and then "In My Head" is another song that will be on there, and then some other ones that aren't out yet will all be on this new EP called "It Will Never Be the Same." Um, Everybody, my- mark. It's March thirty first. I think it's, yeah, March thirty first. It's my fourth and final EP. Because uh, the next thing's gonna be a record, like a full length. Oh, okay. okay, cool. My okay, first, my debut album. Yeah, that's gonna be everything. I will be. I want vinyl. Yeah, well, all all the EPs are on vinyl, which oh, is cool. I didn't know that. Oh, you're telling us yeah, all the things. They're all on vinyl. They're all on michiganderband.com. Hit the shop tag, and you will see. Oh, I'm promoting myself. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's all it's all on it's all on uh all on vinyl well this is good this made our day may have to do a little right after a chip a couple extra and i will say the the midland is on vinyl but it's almost gone and it might not be repressed so if you're thinking about getting that first ep that's 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 i just gotta say that i gotta get that out of the way Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Well, we have to get off this call because we have things to do. So clearly, this <laughs> Thursday night. No, but thank you so much, Jason. This has been a pleasure. Everyone, follow Michigander on Spotify, Instagram, all the handles, all we'll the be- things. Do the plugging and this is this has been a pleasure. Um, it's been so good to talk to you guys. Thanks for reaching out and caring enough to chat. That means a lot, truly. Of course, we care. Okay, and catch us next week, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out, guys.